My name is Barbara Clifford and I have an unstoppable passion to create order out of chaos. I'm on a mission to help managers, business owners and CEOs to unclutter the chaos and break free from the shackles of overwhelm so that they wake each day inspired and motivated to work in peak performance and live on purpose. During these solo podcasts, I lift the lid on my journey to minimize stress and maximize time. I will share with you the mistakes, the celebrations, the joys that come from helping busy people just like you to increase your productivity and your impact in the world around you, to go from chaos to calm, from stress to strength. I want to share with you five common mistakes that I see people making with their customer service, whether it's small business or large organizations. And these mistakes greatly impact on the repeat business. We all want repeat business. It doesn't matter what your product or service. If you can get repeat business and word of mouth, then we don't have to struggle for those new clients and the conversion of new clients. So customer service is integral to protecting and maintaining that repeat business. Mistake number one is that you just give them what they need not necessarily what they want. It's a big mistake. We need to do the other thing. We need to do the reverse. You give them what they want and ultimately through that process, you're able to give them what they actually need. You really need to think about what the motivators are for your clients. Now your clients can be coming to you for a particular thing and you say, no, you need this, or they're frustrating you and annoying you because they're not doing what you want. They're not buying the thing that they actually need they're coming for something else to give you an example I typically work with people around time management inevitably I end up coaching them in stress management communication assertiveness leadership or even well-being because all of those things impact on their time management but it might be their time management that's hurting the most and that's what they come to me for another analogy that I can give you is that someone goes to a doctor with a sore big toe but when the doctor actually does a proper evaluation they discover that the person is at risk of diabetes or has diabetes and it's actually their lifestyle and their diet so the person isn't coming to the doctor saying hey I need help with my energy levels and my diet because I know I've got a problem they've just got a sore big toe and they want that fixed so it is a matter of actually listening to what are the motivators of the client and the customer first regardless of what you know to be true or what you think they need mistake number two is uh, as long as they get it and as long as they get what they ask for that all that's all that matters right all the other stuff in the background doesn't matter that's wrong. It's the little things that can compound. If I'm just a little bit unhappy with whatever it is you're giving to me as a customer or a client, then all the other things that I'd normally live with, I won't. And suddenly I have a big long list. You know, I wasn't happy with this. And while I'm at it, I'm not happy with this, 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 and this. It's the small things. We call them the micro moments that can make the world of difference for a customer. It's the little things they didn't expect, the unexpected moments. And it 
doesn't need to be huge that can have a significant impact and help counteract anything else that's not quite perfect but if there's lots of micro moments that are not great then that's going to compound and your client or customer is going to be less forgiving so if I don't like the meal, okay, oh well, you know, I've had better meals, but if the service is bad, if I get delivered the wrong drink, if there is, um, the tablecloth is dirty, if it's all those things, suddenly I've got real issue with that meal. It's not, I'm not as forgiving to give you an example. I once had a client tell me how they were working with a car dealership and they had their doubts about the car dealership. And as they sat in the waiting room, behind the couch that was in the waiting room of the car dealership, they could see dead cockroaches, cobwebs, bits of rubbish. And for this person, they thought, wow, if this is what I can see as a waiting customer of little things around the edges, what are the things I can't see in terms of maintaining my car? So really think about what it is that you're presenting to people and all the little changes that you can make in those micro moments. Mistake number three is the, the word of mouth. We think that word of mouth doesn't actually do much, but unraveling bad word of mouth is a lot harder than uh, the good word of mouth. People love to complain and speak badly. It's rarely that they'll go, hey, this was a great product. This was a great service, unless they something in it for them but rest assured they love speaking badly about something so you actually have to have a strategy in order to encourage the positive word of mouth the bad word of mouth is going to happen anyway so don't just assume that it's something that just happens organically there are things that you can do to inspire and encourage positive word of mouth they don't have to be intense they don't have to be like our post share it all of those things it doesn't have to be those it just has to be little things that you do for the customer or the client that makes them talk about you and that makes you memorable to other people for example saying to somebody hey you'll never guess what when I went to this restaurant they actually gave me a complimentary chocolate with my coffee I haven't seen that for ages and I really enjoyed it it can be something as little as that mistake number four is about complaints or bad reviews people think that bad reviews or complaints are a bad thing actually they're a blessing in disguise if people are giving you complaints they're giving you valuable feedback that lets you know what's going wrong and where you need to improve. You need to create opportunity to get that feedback. You actually need to know what people like or don't like about what you're doing. It's the don't like that can actually help you improve and let you know how to refine what you're doing. So you want to have an open and transparent process for people to be able to give you their complaints and feedback. I was working on a cruise ship recently and there was a head waiter, a main waiter and then a support waiter. Each one of those people came to me at least once or twice during my meal to check that everything was okay and if I had any feedback on the food or service, giving me ample opportunity to criticize whatever it was that I was experiencing. So you want to make those experiences open and possible for people in order for you to improve. Now here's the thing about bad reviews, whether it's Google reviews or star ratings or anything. People go into 
devastation when they get them. Research shows that customers do not trust people with 100% ratings, 100% satisfaction ratings, because it seems too good to be true. It feels like those ratings are not genuine. You need, actually need one or two not so great reviews because the law of statistics says that they should exist. So if they're not there, we become suspicious. Rest assured, the things that people typically do when they're looking at reviews, I know I do this, I go and look for the worst ones first. I look for the lowest ratings to see what's the worst thing that people could complain about this product or this service because anything above that is, is a bonus or a benefit. And it's how you respond to those complaints with your authenticity, your transparency, that really will make the difference for whether or not the customer or client will trust you. When they see you when the cards are down, that's when they know who you truly are and whether it's all bells and whistles or whether there's some truth and validation in the product or service that you're offering. This is the last mistake. Don't make the mistake of assuming that you've told all of your team, your supporters, your stakeholders, the people that you outsource to, don't assume that just because you've told them that everything will get done as you expected. We've all played that game, Chinese Whispers. One of the things that I learned from Undercover Boss, one of my favorite shows, is that the entrepreneur who had created the business initially was so detached from the end product, the end service delivery, that what had got lost was the why. Why does this business exist? What is unique about this business and how you do things? Things had kind of evolved. The, the way the product was delivered or the service was delivered had evolved because one person was showing another person how they think it should be done based on their interpretation. And little things get lost. Like I said, we've all played Chinese whispers and we see how that occurs. So it's really important that the information you give out into your whole team about how something needs to be done comes from the source. Now I find the best way to do that is with video. If you're making a video explaining to, to your team how something has to be done, the quality, the process, the system, so that it is replicated with accuracy, then you reduce the risk of being hybrids of the original as you intended it. And that's really, really important when it comes to the delivery of your product or service. So if you want some more information on the, the things that you can do differently for your customer and service to increase your customer reach, your return on business, then please send me a message. We do have some training coming up in this area. So if you'd like to know what training is available to you, please make sure you send us a message. Thank you for listening to the Busy Working Women podcast. If you want to know more, head over to Facebook and search for our group, Busy Working Women Owning Their Lives. Join over 3,000 women from all over the world taking control of their busy lives to feel less overwhelmed and more in control. If you want to connect with me personally, visit timetamer.com.au and access a whole bunch of free resources. I can't wait to connect with you. Remember, be kind to yourself and take time for yourself.